0: All right. Okay. All right. Should we should we get into podcasting right. mode?
1: Okay.
0: Okay. We're starting. Hi. Hi. Woo. 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 It is cold in the cage. It's we're in Nicholas's cage. Get, ah, get me out! Ah, I think cage is nipping at my heels. What does that mean? He's, he's biting me. Gross. So is he <laughs> in
1: the cage or are we in him? Both. Okay.
0: I mean, if you think about that, that's pretty ph- philosophical.
1: I like to think of it like a Vor situation where he's. Eating us and we're in his stomach oh i like that being in the cage. i was thinking of it
0: as like a john malkovich type being john malkovich type thing where it's like we're we walk through a little door and we're just like in his brain
1: we're in we're in his and his brain just
0: happens to be like a dark dingy um smelly cage yeah yeah right Uh, that that tracks okay anyway welcome to nicholas's cage we're back we're always talking you guessed it, Nicolas Cage. Um, so we did something different last week. Mm-hmm. We read some fan fiction. We did try. We enjoyed, which we enjoyed. We enjoyed doing. But Alice discovered something very upsetting when I tried to to bring back the fan fiction reading. I charged Alice with with finding some something because she's the fan fiction empress.
1: Well, it's just like. It's such an obscure thing to look for. Like, if you're finding Nick Cage fan fiction, it's either obviously a joke Mm. and trying too hard, therefore not funny. Sure. I'm looking at all you Shrek and Sonic memers out there. You gotta
0: gotta pass Alice's Alice's taste. There's an art to
1: troll fan fiction. It's gotta be believable enough that it's real. Oh my God. But yeah, so it's either stupid or it's horrifically... Graphic mm. and rape or incest uh, themed, which we were. V- I'm very upset to hear. Uh, and Nick Cage is always the rapist in the situation. Why? And they're all and like you know, you know. It's, yes, yeah, it's just horrible. And it's either like really distressing mm. or cringy, and there's no like middle of just like Man. a good, you know, People entertaining fan fiction
0: out in the world. Please, please.
1: Because there's a lot of, there is fake, like we found some face-off fan fiction, but mm-hmm. it is all him mm-hmm. and his brother, or him and the daughter, not like the, the father and the daughter. Do- it's all incest. Why
0: can't it just be between him and Travolta?
1: Yeah, there's none of him and Travolta.
0: Like that's really the obvious, weird. that's the obvious move there.
1: There's someone wrote like a face-off two and a face-off three, <laughs> but it didn't involve Nick Cage or John Travolta, it was like their... It was his, like, son. Oh, like, it's, it was, like, like, your idea. Yeah. I, I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> was it you? <laughs>
0: <Or where? laughs> Did she write this based off two and three? Yeah, I'm very upset to hear that. Um, anyone out there, at least... If we can change at least one of those fan fiction, if one of those fan fiction writers stumbles across this stupid thing,
1: and the, another thing that really pisses me off, and about we can looking change for, their mind about Cage, the we've thing done. Thing that pisses a, me off about looking for Cage fan fiction uh-huh. is that it's all like the first thing that shows up is all Homestuck related, which is a yeah web I, I, that I, you I don't, don't know what, that what is. it is. But if you guys know what it is, it's. But it you're right. It's annoying. It's annoying that it's all homestuck related stuff yeah, give yeah. me nick cage we
0: just want the. we just want nick cage how has there not been at least one all the way through semi-serious or at least funny nick cage nick cage fan reader. fiction
1: you want it to be nick cage and the reader like i've looked at some of those and it's all none of it's like funny I don't mm, know. Mm.
0: well we were very upset to find that and mostly just disappointed in
1: the general what population yeah, in the, the in the fan, the Nick Cage fans,
0: the general y- you guys out there.
1: Apparently, a lot of you know fan fiction writing, okay, uh, nerds are mm. big Nick Cage fans. So, so yeah, they're all busy watching anime.
0: Yeah, which we well, you know, well, it's upsetting on the least. So, um, well, if we
1: can get Nick Cage in an anime, then
0: which we've said before,
1: yeah, it would be good in like a.
0: I mean, his wife was, uh, his ex-wife like an was Korean. Like
1: kind of type thing where it's like an anime that has loads of, it's like a Western anime. And
0: he's like the biggest, um, I know the anime
1: is Japan, but
0: uh, he's like one of the biggest stars in China. So he's like, he's in mm-hmm. Asia. He's like, people know him there.
1: He should be in a Chinese anime.
0: Yeah. I mean, why is isn't he? Thing? I don't know. Probably, right? Probably.
1: I know that. You have manga, and you have manhwa, which is, like, Korean. Okay. Maybe. Well, his wife
0: was Korean. Ex-wife. I keep doing that. Anyway, why hasn't he done an anime? And also, I was thinking, I was genuinely thinking about this the other day. I think if we could just get a hold of Nicolas Cage for five minutes, right, and give him a quick elevator pitch of our old Elvis in his dying years movie idea. Yeah. Like... Nicolas Cage needs to do this movie.
1: This is the role yeah, he was we, born we right. Well, you could since you're trying to get into like the film business, you can write a screenplay. I'm not a
0: very good writer. Screenplay, <laughs> no,
1: because yeah, you don't need to be a good writer. You just need to write the frame skeleton and screenplay, and then someone else will buy it and a better it. writer. Yeah.
0: Well, right. You it. just
1: need to come up with the idea. Nick we, Cage, That's what I'm saying. Elvis. We just need to get
0: the with the. Just, p- just we got to do the pitch.
1: A blank piece of paper that just says Nick Cage is Elvis dying, and then you just give that in the Hollywood. And then, you can Photoshop like, him Gunnall, his face it, and then on yeah
0: on it, Elvis then... on an old Elvis. Uh, why is this movie not made? This new movie needs to be made. This movie needs to be made. And I and if it will, if it is, I I'm saying it now. Nicolas Cage will be nominated for his that's third his Oscar. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully, win his second. That's his ending career Oscar and then he's and like then he dies in the same way on the on toilet, toilet. Yeah. yeah do you think Elvis like I well,
1: mean R.I.P. Himself.
0: yeah I mean like you know you 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 sort of empty I mean, your bowels when you, you die well.
1: it's like the best place to die cause... but like
0: what if he was as he was dying it was just like like do a little fart like you know like
1: what like a musical fart like in his last <sighs> like that note that <laughs> where it's saying... just like
0: a little bit of air I feel like that would be like I. If that happened to me, I would. Ju- my last like words would just be like, <laughs> and then I would die <laughs>
1: because that's just so funny to like. I think your last words will definitely be a long fart. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, you know what? I hope so. I think it's just statistics. That's what they. Like, that's probable. what they
0: put on my gravestone. It's just like whatever
1: the sound in letters of a fart is. <laughs> It's just like a QR code and then you go to it and it's just audio of a fart. <laughs>
0: anyway, um, we are doing a Nichols Cage podcast. This is a fart podcast. Guys <laughs> are talking about famous farts. Um, I completely got off topic. Oh, so we were talking about, uh, you know, yeah, fan fiction, all this stuff. Um, so yeah, so that was disappointing, but luckily I can't, I have a backup plan of, of something else we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can reveal that this week we're talking about the movie, The Weatherman, uh, from 2005. Um, and I, it was kind of a depressing movie, so I'm going to talk about a depressing phase. I've been saving this, so who knows what oh. the heck I'm going to come up with next because <laughs> I'm running out of ideas, but, um, uh, The somewhat uh, depressing uh, uh, section of Cage's life uh, involving his financial troubles. So we're just going to talk a little bit about how he got into that position, what crazy stuff he bought, which led him Mm -hmm. to not having any money, how much money he owed, and how he eventually... um, I couldn't find anything that, like, uh, definitive, definitively said if he'd paid back all of
1: the stuff he owed or not. But I think he's close if he hasn't already. I'm sure. I'm sure that Spider-Man movie, that one on Oscar. Yeah,
0: dude. And Mandy, like, I, he's on Mandy an uptick. So, and I actually have a theory about all of that. So, it, 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 like, his financial troubles um, in relation in relation to his movies because, um, anyway, well, I'll get to it. But first we'll talk about The Weatherman. So, uh, just right off the bat, Alice, what you, you, um, did you like? like the movie did you not like the movie
1: i thought it made little impact on me whatsoever as do most things in my life because i feel like my brain is turning into mush and i cannot absorb any information anymore because i'm going senile (laughs) but uh i remember it being i remember it being annoying Mm. that there was no point to it Right, and there's no character arc in it whatsoever. Yeah, he just stays the same. It was a little aimless. Yeah, it's just here's a segment of this man's depressing life, mm. and nothing really happens in it. I guess it's the moral is that divorce is good, and that right, right, if right. If you're an arsehole you I deserve just to the, the just ending. let the divorce happen. Mm. I guess. Mm. Um... But yeah, he doesn't really redeem himself or learn anything about... I guess he learns to just let his family go because he's a fuck-up, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Um, yeah, uh, I actually... I don't know. I really... Okay, let i all say this. I liked this movie more than I thought I would. How about that? And we like this movie in spite of the fact that I tend to not like movies that are like really aimless like this, but something about the depressing nature of it
1: connected with me i thought it was really unfair because they portray weathermen as no 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 no, no. i don't
0: think so i don't think so it's like uh, well i'll get to it and um i uh, i'll I'll get to it Uh, but i think i think it's more a reflection not on weatherman as a whole but on that weatherman like on his weatherman
1: but they don't show because him he doing anything to warrant that. well hate. no
0: well like um roger eber actually puts it really well which i'll get to later but basically like um he was saying that like uh cage's character like isn't a real weatherman right he's not even a meteorologist and he's just takes the easiest route like he just goes to work for two yeah, hours but there are
1: people there are celebrities like that everywhere that do shit all people like yeah but they're probably
0: know. like they have people around them where you can't I don't
1: know okay there are celebrities wasn't there wasn't everyone, it like, everyone everyone on a reality tv show they're all taken easy way out people on x factor they're all was it, hacks wasn't they don't um mcdonald's well, they might. thrown I don't know. at them in the street do i don't they? know who knows maybe once or twice but not like on a daily wasn't, basis like,
0: paris hilton or something like that it wasn't when PETA got you know was getting a bunch of celebrities and she got like powder or something thrown on her like flower
1: yeah who was, that? I or was like that kim she... kardashian that was so funny they were more famous than this weatherman. Yeah, no, no, no. You know.
0: But I think yeah, it's just used as a um. I
1: reckon, like meme uh, metaphor. I guess memes. For uh, how... Do you reckon like meme people get like trash thrown at them when how they're do like you even outside? Even know what
0: they look like.
1: Because they're memes. If they're faces... Oh, they're oh, like oh, memes. I thought you
0: meant like the people who make the memes. No, I was like, like, what? like. No, of okay, of course, like, of
1: course, of course. Think course. of like, you but know... But probably
0: like YouTube famous people that yeah, like do yeah, stupid like stuff. Probably, Yeah, probably. Annoying YouTubers
1: yeah. probably get like... But I don't think... I like, think no, even, I mean like
0: people that go viral.
1: But even the most annoying people, I don't think unless they're like... A racist or something, get McDonald's thrown in their face on a daily basis. You no, know? but it's a movie. I mean, I guess it's I guess. just an exaggerated was, thing. I'm taking it very seriously,
0: <laughs> Alice. It is was here unbelievable. For the serious his take. level
1: of hatred and his the misery of his life didn't make sense to me mm. because why? Why do people give a shit about him in right. that way? I don't know. Like, well, like everyone was comically like. They hate him because that's the plot tells mm. them to hate them, not mm. because like this is what this person's life would actually be like in mm-hmm. this situation. So it was very unbelievable and hard to like immerse myself into the world because it's not like a reality that world. you connected with. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Well, we'll get into it a little bit more and see if your mind stays the same or changes. And that's where I will put in a fun game show song.
1: Okay. Were there any good freakouts in this movie? I don't know.
0: No, it was, it was. I mean, he was. He's. He's. He's depressed, right? I mean, he's. His. Yeah. So it was. It was a lot. It kind of reminded me of um, bringing out the dead, which I didn't really like that much. But he. Did we watch that one? Yeah, the Martin Scorsese one, oh, where he's the ambulance yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I like that one way better. Yeah, that one I preferred the, much more. To this See, thing. I
0: preferred this one more. But um, that that was I feel like performance wise is kind of similar where he I
1: preferred kind of... the other one because it was like, because this because the weatherman is like, he's, he's depressed, but his life is mildly depressing. Like he's got like a good job and like a family. No, I know. That's why and I. he's just an asshole. Like he's it. just a twat. <laughs> but in the Scorsese one, it's like extreme. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. this is a this is a horrendous situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was more.
0: But but yeah. Okay, anyway, okay, uh, let me just get the, the basics out of the way, right? Okay, uh, so it was made in 2005, 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not not great, not terrible. Directed by Gore Verbinski, who, actually, when I was looking him up on Wikipedia, he's, I didn't know this, but he started out as a musician. He was in several LA rock bands. Um, he's a yeah, Hollywood director. Most people will know him from directing... The first Pirates of Caribbean, and also like the second and the third, I think. But the first one was the best. The first one was actually good, and then it just descended into
1: madness. I was never a big of Pirates. Of the I like the first one. I like the first one.
0: Um, but he also directed uh, the Mexican, which has Brad Pitt and Julia Roberts in it, and The Ring, the first The Ring, the U.S. version of The Ring.
1: Still not. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Still not what <laughs> not to say. I don't
0: know. <laughs> okay, um. But anyway, after doing Pirates of Caribbean, he just fell down the Johnny Depp rabbit hole, and also he also did Rango and the Lone what Ranger. What is it
1: about Johnny Depp? Is it like if you work with him as a director, you're cursed. you just like fall in love with I him, have him? No and idea. you like, have to keep hiring him. I do even not though know. He's very mediocre.
0: Is he just like jacking all these directors off? Like, is that why they keep him? I don't understand. I mean, yeah, there was
1: definitely a thing between him. <laughs> there was like a threesome between him, in Burton and Carter in the Bottom. Like. <laughs> Definitely is like no way is that They cool, got into is. some weird sex stuff, yeah,
0: yeah, maybe. I mean, like, why
1: else would you keep writing like don't romantic know. situations for like your wife and your best friend? And your best friend, like, yeah, it is weird.
0: He's got to have like, a watch. cuckolding
1: situation yeah. going on there, right? Mm.
0: So, all of those movies were just like watching Tim Burton's yeah fantasies. Tim Burton's like,
1: that's what anyone writing and creating is, it's all just reflections of their inner psyche right? right so all of tim burton's stuff is just his desire to want to see his wife once again alice it. has
0: taken it to the creepy route <laughs> gone down a road we weren't
1: even trying to go down Ugh. i see whenever i watch a movie i'm really bad at this because i'll always try to that's probably analyze... don't remember them yeah well it's like because i was watching the house at Bill as well and it's just like i have to listen. always think what does this say about the person who, who wrote made it, this? right you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. what are they well he's a, trying to we get all across? know that
0: he's a a, a weirdo and Pervert. A, yeah um anyway uh so it was uh written by Stephen conrad i just looked up what other stuff he did he's notable movies included the pursuit of happiness that, that sad that movie right. with will smith yeah and his kid
1: oh no i was thinking of um that jim carrey one eternal
0: no. The Pursuit yeah. of Happiness is the one with Still will smith I don't give a shit about I was and thinking of that one. His his son, I think he was nominated for an Oscar for that. That's the only one he's been nominated for an Oscar for. And The Secret Life of Walter Middy, that weird movie with uh Ben Stiller in it, where he's like skateboarding in Scandinavia or wherever. I don't know that one. It was okay. Anyway, uh so I'll just quickly go over the overview. Uh so David Spritz, uh who's cage? Is a Chicago weatherman who, despite his success at his job, is deeply unhappy, eclipsed by his father Robert. That's Michael Kane Michael Kane Hello, I'm Michael Kane I'm Caine. Michael Kane Michael Caine. Hello, I'm Michael Kane I'm Michael this Caine. sausage is actually a cigar. <laughs> okay. Um uh, uh eclipsed by his father robert michael kane uh, a celebrated author uh and licking his wounds after his marriage to noreen who's played by someone called hope davis who i don't know don't know uh, collapses david resolves to get his life in order by applying for a high profile job on a new york city talk show but with his personal life a shambles and repairing his rapidly deteriorating family family life I didn't finish the end of that sen- writing the end of that sentence. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I why? Um, I don't know where that was going.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't Basically know. Basically, it's about a depressed weatherman. Yeah.
0: And he's, you know, applying for this, like, big job that he thinks is going to fix his whole life and, like, make everything better. And then his life just kind of falls apart um, as he goes through that. Anyway, uh, so this movie was received well, but didn't make a lot of money. Uh, so it only made $19 million, like, worldwide in total. How much
1: did it cost?
0: Uh, I forgot to look that up, but I know that it was, it was like, a low-budget movie, so it didn't really cost that much. So I think they probably made back a little bit of their money, but not enough. But, um, like I said, old Roger Ebert did like this movie. He gave it three out of four stars.
1: I don't get his, like... Three and, and a, a half, sorry. Thing. Three and
0: a half out of four stars. Right. Um. My favorite line that is in the movie that I really related to. You ready for it? hmm It's super deep. You're going to go, oh, man. Or, I'm, or that's how I went. I was like, oh, man. whoa, man. That's deep. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the quote is, uh, I think Cage says this in one of his, like, um, there's a lot of, uh, what is it called? Narration. Like, Cage narrates a lot of the movie. Yeah. And I think this is one of his lines.
1: Oh, no. Sorry. It's Michael Caine. It's Michael Caine. Oh, can we just say how awful Michael Caine's accent yes, is Yes, I almost one. forgot to bring that it up. It is shocking. Because, like, terrible. we're used to Cage being yep. the king of terrible accents. Yep. But Michael Caine takes Worse. it to a different level. Worse. His voice is so strong. Yeah. Normally, it's British, like, Cockney accent. I know. It's like, he cannot get rid of it. And he's trying to play an American man. Yeah. He's trying to be Nick Cage's father. And he's just, like, talking like Michael Caine. He's like, yeah. but, he's, but
0: he's like... But he's trying to, like
1: he was ours yeah he's like grass yeah yeah it's awful like, it's really bad His voice just keeps changing and sometimes it's like he doesn't even try and it's just like it's shocking like why wouldn't you just hire exactly. someone else at that point or or just say or just say he's english he's english Yeah, like
0: it's a made-up story anyway like it's not based on anything yeah, so just, just
1: like, be like Will this guy's father... He, he
0: moved to New York or Chicago. He moved to New Chicago. Yeah. Like
1: my dad's American. has yeah. an American accent. I don't have an American yeah. accent. Yeah. So. It happens. Yeah. I don't like know if, why If Thomas and
0: I ever have kids... Yeah. One of us will have, you know, an accent to them and one of us won't.
1: So that was a stupid...
0: So I don't... Yeah. That was... Because even when we watched it and I saw that Michael Caine was in it, I was like, oh, there's no way he's going to do an American accent because Michael Caine cannot do accents. He only can ever sound like Michael Caine. And there he was. He does the most to do
1: half-assed an- one as well. It's like it looks. Like, it sounds like he didn't go to like a vocal, vo- vo- coach. A vocal coach. Like he just showed up as like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, uh, like, yeah right. Yes, I can do an American accent. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's really, really bad. It's, re- it's it's almost distracting.
1: Yeah, it's very distracting. It's, yeah,
0: but anyway, he has a good line in, in, in the movie, and um, so uh, so this is it.
1: Do you know that the harder thing to do and the right thing to do? are usually the same thing nothing that has meaning is easy easy doesn't enter into grown-up life
0: and that's when he's trying to give Cage advice and that is true baby (laughs) and that is depressing and it's true
1: that's why I found the film hard to watch because obviously Cage is supposed to be a a complete arsehole in this film Mm -mm. but it's like he's so unlikable to the point where his life nothing is going wrong in his life his life is good other than people throwing food at him, every bad thing that happens to him is because he's a lazy piece of shit that doesn't want to try at anything. He doesn't want to try to make his marriage work. He doesn't want to try to further his education. He doesn't want to try to care about other people. He's just a lazy sack of shit. (laughs) And it's like... It's not like in a, like, you know, way that... Like if it was done by a different director where it's like, oh, they're a lazy sack of shit, but it's like somehow i can relate to him on Mm -hmm. this level Mm and he's like you know a likable character it's just like why am i watching this dude like he's not nothing there's no point to anything (laughs) i guess the point is some people will never change Mm -hmm. i guess
0: yeah yeah um oh yeah see i wrote down michael kane's accent was terrible yeah we talked about that check um the, only, the other thing that i wanted to say was really funny was that when he like when Nicolas cage glove slaps the oh, the, yeah, the new uh the new husband or whatever
1: that's yeah, so he's funny just, he's just like building rage yeah and, and you think he's like gonna to like take his glove off and yeah you think him. he's
0: because like, it's like building up like he's actually gonna hit him and then like he does the most like dainty like <laughs> just like anticlimactic thing of just slapping him with a leather
1: leather glove i'd love to slap someone with a glove
0: oh me too uh you know how they have those, like, rooms where you can, like, smash stuff up for an hour or whatever?
1: I mean, there's just a room where you can just slap people. Yeah, I would love a but room where you, know, you can just the, slap the people. The only person that's going to volunteer to be or, like, slapped weird for a job is, is, like, people. a pervert yeah. that gets off on it. Mm. There was once a guy Always that... Always gotta ruin it. There was a guy on OkCupid that offered to pay me £40 oh. pounds an hour to kick him in the nuts. Nice. And... I always said in my life, like, oh, I'd love to kick someone in the nuts because it'd be funny. Sure. And like, you know, just he doesn't want to like inflict pain on someone. Of one course, time, I want to slap someone. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like you want to punch someone, or want to kick someone in the nuts, but it's yeah. like the fact that he's getting off on it ruins it. Yeah, it does. It's not funny anymore. No. It's Gross.
0: No. Yeah, I know. I guess he I don't really run know run. why what happened next happened. To
1: he was talking about my son, and I was taking my gloves off.
0: He is upset right now. Apparently, they were going to a movie. What the fuck? Why are you
1: here? What are you doing? Why are you here? I'm helping Noreen. Why are you helping?
0: I would love to slap someone, especially with a glove. That's so stupid. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, I would love to
1: be in a situation where I could kick someone in the nuts as hard as possible. Oh
0: my God, I know. Well, I'm going to cut this out, but I do think sometimes I have a rage problem because I do walk down the street and sometimes think like, I wish you would fucking fight me. I just <laughs> wish you would fight me. No,
1: sometimes I'll like look, like I'll, I'll get those like, I guess it's called like intrusive thoughts, but like I'll just see like an old lady, oh, yeah, and I'll be like, is, I want to yeah. push them into the road. We <laughs> <laughs> see a child, and she's like, why don't I just push them into that car? No, <laughs> like, what it's always like at this I restaurant. Always... If I just like got this knife and was still on the table and just like started screaming, <laughs> like what would happen?
0: No, I'm always just yeah, wishing someone would fight me. Just, but I'm sure even if someone did, I'd be like ha-ha, and yeah. it would just not work out how I wanted to. Anyway, we're gonna cut all of that out. <laughs> um. So, well, uh, speaking directly to you, I think Ebert is. Why am I talking like Yoda? Speaking directly to you, Alice Ebert is. Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) um, Because he actually answers your question of like, is this a good movie? So he literally just says, this is a good quote from his review that I found. So he just literally says, quote, does all of this make for a good movie? And then he says, I think so. Absorbing morbidly fascinating one of the trade papers calls it one of the big quote one of the biggest downers to emerge from a major studio in recent memory an overbearingly glum look at a chicago celebrity celebrity combing through the emotional wreckage of his life uh end quote but surely that is a description of the movie not a criticism of it must movies not be depressing must major studios not release them if they are
1: it wasn't the fact that it was depressing that bothered me, though, because that's the thing. Because I love a good depressing movie. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies is There Will Be Blood, and that's, like, incredibly depressing. That's a very good movie. And it's just, like, it wasn't... It's almost... It wasn't depressing enough. Mm. It was, like... It was just mildly depressing. But I think,
0: I think that was what made it depressing, the fact that, like, he...
1: Because he was, could... It was so... He could be happy yes. and change his life that's what if was he depressing just put any it. effort into anything. That's what
0: was depressing about it to me because, like, he could and he knew he that's could. That's not depressing to me. That's frustrating. No, because see, I... Yeah, everything like that. that
1: happens to him is his own doing. No, I know. So but I like, don't give a shit that any of it's happening to him. The,
0: everything, because it just reminded me of myself. <laughs> 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 it's just like every crappy thing or I think like, oh, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. It's like, yeah, the only reason you're not doing it is because you're not doing it. Like that, yeah. I've, I've related to that.
1: I remember once imagining what my life would be like, what I'd be like.
0: I pictured having all these qualities. Strong, positive qualities that people could pick up on from across a room. But as time passed, few ever became any qualities I actually had. And
1: all the possibilities I faced, and the sorts of people I could be, all of them got reduced every year to fewer and fewer, until finally they got
0: reduced to one. To who I am uh yeah <laughs> people should be throwing like milkshakes at me <laughs> um but i also found another good quote i this is why i think that, remember this is our running theory that eber actually really likes nicholas cage and his acting so nicholas had i mean eber had this to say about cage quote what distinguishes nicholas cage as an actor is his willingness to take chances his previous film lord of war which is funny enough the last movie we just Oh no, it wasn't. We did the well. One of the last movies we reviewed um, was also about an off the map character. So I think he appreciates his uh, crazy, off the wall style.
1: Yeah, I think he's good as just like a regular actor in these types of films. Mm. He's not like being well. What's good about this anything.
0: movie is that it's like subtly funny as well. So yeah, and he's really good at that. Yeah, he's good
1: at the subtle like like oh, being I'm depressed, being depressed, but also I'm a little funny. weird.
0: Yeah. Um. This was my last Ebert quote, I think. Um, This is just how he ended his review. Um, He said, quote, "Uh, Some time ago, tiring of people telling me, oh, I heard that movie was depressing. I started telling them, quote, Every bad movie is depressing. No good movie is depressing. (laughs) Sometimes they get it. Sometimes they look at me as if I'm mad. I haven't had any fast food thrown at me yet. There you go. (laughs) He hasn't had anything thrown at him.
1: I disagree with him. Oh. I think there are lots of good movies that are genuinely depressing that make you want to kill yourself. Every you bad
0: it. movie is depressing. No good movie is depressing.
1: I think it means like. If I think he means like a if it's like an actually movie, bad, it movie. should uplift you or something. But like no, no, no.
0: I think I think what he's trying to say is like if you see like an actual like. Uh. Baywatch, the movie Baywatch or whatever with The Rock and zach Efron, you're like, oh my god, this movie is so bad, it's depressing. But like he's saying, like any good movie, no good movie is depressing because even if it's a depressing movie, it's still it's like still good. freaking good, yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I think I think for this one, it's just it's just like when we were comparing it to the other one, the, the Scorsese one, like that one just connected with you more, yeah, than me, and this one connected with me more than you, mm. yeah. But both, two sides of a depressing cage coin.
1: If I want to go into a depressing movie, Mm. I want it to be like. Full blown. Schindler's List. I want (laughs) to blow my brains out after watching this. Like, it's got to be like, this is horrendous. And when it's just like, here's just some dude living his life. Yeah. It's like. I could just look at my. Se- I could just look at my like housemates <laughs> or something, you know. <laughs> like, you could some I could spend some time with Alice. Like, look up out the window and see that anyway. I could yeah, go to yeah. Asda down the road. Yeah. Look at the people standing outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it doesn't it, it doesn't hit me on that level as much. Right, it's right, like, right. I'm so numb to emotion. It needs to be an extreme emotion for me to sure. feel something.
0: Sure. So. <laughs> All right. Well, this is getting into some weird therapy session. Um. So. There were a lot of, like, articles, like, written later on that, like, uh, I guess people are, like, rediscovered this movie or whatever, because it kind of flew under the radar where it wasn't that super popular when, when it came this? out. was Oh, 2005. 2005. So I found a 2011 Atlantic article, actually, that called The Weatherman Cage's Last Good Movie, which, I mean, there wasn't really inter- anything interesting to write down from the actual article, but basically... Yeah, How
1: just... wrong were they?
0: I know, because I, I think, you know, Mandy was Cage's best movie so, to yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cage's best recent movie um so i just found a little bit of trivia on the movie so uh i thought this was funny so the food that hits cage throughout the uh throughout the movie uh every time it was thrown by the director Gore Verbinski.
1: <laughs> that would have been really fun though would have been so fun. take
0: after take just throwing like a milkshake at nick cage's face
1: yeah that would be a great joke. so
0: fun um Paramount Pictures, who released the movie, um, suggested uh, shooting the movie in Canada. But both Cage and Verbinski insisted on shooting it in Chicago to make it more authentic. Um, Verbinski actually played guitar on the score of this movie. Um, And Hans Zimmer, who does like every movie, apparently. How does he have enough time to score every movie that is in Hollywood?
1: Because a lot of his songs are just the the same same song with Mm. just the notes changed slightly. Mm. That's how he does it. Yeah
0: well uh let's see uh even though the movie uh so they waited until february in chicago to shoot the movie because they were like well it's february so chicago there'll be snow it has to be snow and there's no snow <laughs> it was like unseasonably warm so they had to like spend loads of time and money creating fake snow um for the entire film and uh the last uh thing is um you know verbinski did a lot of big budget hollywood movies the mexican the ring all of the parts caribbean so this is actually his the mexican ring yeah yeah <laughs> the mexican yeah that was his that was the sequel um this is his lowest budget film that he's ever made was the weatherman
1: yeah because nothing happens in it it's just a guy just like that yeah house, it is, it is just mostly like, living just living cage life, really yeah. to be fair and it's um slice of life st- stuff is easy like if you want to make mm, a low budget film just do a slice do of life sl- yeah, yeah yeah normal life yeah ship. um
0: yeah so i think i think uh, our final rating is is Alice is a is a thumbs down, but I'm a, I'm a. Thumbs it's not up. a
1: thumbs down. Oh. it's a meh. Oh, okay. So it's a meh. What's the word? What,
0: what do the like the air fart like where it's just like, pfft. yeah, like that. Um, yeah, and I and I I I like this movie. I would I would watch it again. I think. Um, I would definitely. It kind of reminded me a little. Well, it didn't remind me. I would watch it again. It didn't remind me of it, but the way it made me feel, I guess, reminded me of how I felt when I watched adaptation. But I would
1: definitely watch
0: adaptation again.
1: Adaptation, I finished it. I was like, hell yeah, that was good. But this This, one. When I finished, I was like. But if it was on TV, I, I
0: would watch it again, for sure. You're on TV, bro. You're on TV. You're on TV, bro. So what? You keep saying that. So you're on TV, bro. Go work in a bank or something if you don't want to be cool to people um so anyway now we're gonna get into the good stuff get into the 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 depressing slice of cage's life <laughs> this is money woes now th- this is like if, if you if you say to, if you say to people on the street like oh Nicholas Cage they'd be like and I think we've said this before it's like comic books yeah
1: comic books pyramid, he doesn't have any money like there's like the big pyramid thing right
0: yeah but you think most people know that
1: I don't know. I think. I mean, so. I definitely know that. I feel like I knew that before he, I knew about Cage. Uh,
0: yeah. For like those of you a... don't know, he has a pyramid tomb in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but definitely people know Superman. about. Yeah, definitely people know about his financial troubles. Like that was a big thing. Mm. Um, and it's still kind of a joke around him. I think, like a lot of the articles and stuff I read, make reference to like the crazy stuff he bought or he how he didn't a, have any money
1: or whatever. A celebrity with a big ego that spent his money yeah, on and bullshit to be fair he comes
0: from a family and he grew up
1: and he's like where that now.
0: like a lot of the people in his family have a lot of money like maybe his dad as a professor didn't have a lot of personal money himself but his brother does like all, a lot his cousins i guess do um like he's he's been a part of hollywood like his whole life like i think you know yeah
1: you get used to that kind of whatever and if i was a celebrity like at the at the prime of my life and mm. i was like oh my god you would drugs, have so like, much weird stuff i Alice. would have spent my money on just the, the dumbest stuff shit. i already waste my money do. on stupid shit yeah. that i don't need i've wasted yeah. if i could get the money back on some of the bullshit that mm. i've mm. thrown it away on i would be in such a better financial situation <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right we're talking to a mini nicholas cage here well let's get into it um so Basically, Cage was um, reported to once be worth about $150 million, um, like, sort of in his his prime. But um, he bought, through a combination of buying lots of stupid shit, just like Alice said, and um, just, yeah, not investing his money wisely and not saving, um, (laughs) he eventually got got by the IRS, um, who charged him with more than... Uh, so with over uh, $13.3 million in tax liens from unpaid taxes from 2002, 2003, 2004, <laughs> 2007, and 2009. So this happened in 2009. Um, so basically, yeah, they were saying like, uh, yeah, these years you didn't pay enough taxes. So we need over $13.3 million. K thanks. Bye. Brutal harsh um
1: funny they would do that to other people in Hollywood. oh
0: yeah yeah it's funny um you know <laughs> that ta- that trump has been lying to the irs about his how much money he actually makes and they don't actually you know go after him for not paying any taxes but whatever whatever or the friggin' scientology i know that they're covered because they're technically a church but they <laughs> the are religion. not the irs you could bring them down
1: what if what if disney i reckon disney yeah yeah all of the big
0: companies are, like, doing... I assume
1: if anyone has that much money, they're doing something. Are doing
0: underhanded stuff to... All rich people are trying to never pay their taxes. Like, that's what they do.
1: Yeah. I think. I mean, there I don't some, know. I've never actually really known
0: a rich person before. But, but you know, I don't hang with the, the upper crust.
1: I hang one, with... One day we will.
0: With you. Like a moldy crust. I'm the upper crust. Ugh. Upper crust of... I don't not a sandwich I'm just, I'm just i want to eat Ugh. <laughs> just like oh that's what i mean like old just hard crust
1: yeah we used to cool I don't, I don't remember when i was a kid we used to call people crust the crust <laughs> i think it was like if you're a goth you were, of, you were crust of course you did something like that i don't remember that term
0: Tal- Al- alice had her own lingo as a child <laughs> no i didn't like her, her your, your own uh no how funny would that be though if you live somewhere and you had your own like slang that only you
1: used we do I remember at uni everyone would always say like if you were like I'd never heard anyone talk like it before and I was like what the fuck are you saying and they were like oh so when you're bragging about something instead of being like oh do you want a medal it's like oh do you want a chufty badge what <laughs> do you want a fucking chufty badge okay some
0: but to be fair like there is a lot of british slang in almost every just area of was like, England that, that you go that? to go and I I I some of it just I it's too much yeah Fuck that What just fuck that Noreen, you know, yeah, okay. Anyway back to cages a uh, taxes <laughs> um, yeah. Over the course oh, – oh, Cage had this to say. He did have – you know, he did eventually speak out about his money troubles a few times. But I found this quote. He said, uh, quote, over the co- course of my career, I have paid at least $70 million in taxes. Unfortunately, due to a recent legal situation, another approximate $14 million is owed to the IRS. However, I am under new business management and am happy to say that I am current for 2009. All taxes will be paid, including any to be determined state taxes. So, as of two thousand from two thousand nine, Cage was saying like I'm on track to.
1: get on Cage. Yeah.
0: So hopefully that's true. I ooh, like I said, I literally like hit the mic so much. Thomas hates it. Um. So yeah, I hope I hope you know he's doing okay. Right. Anyway, I I have a theory about that. Like I said, so I'll, I'll get back to it. But um, so this all basically goes boils down to. A he, a he said versus he said situation where Cage was basically like accusing his business manager of mismanaging his money and his business manager was like, no, you just spend too much money on stuff that you couldn't <laughs> afford. So um, Cage's business manager told TMZ in 2009 that Cage had to at one po- at one point earn a minimum of $30 million a year just to stay afloat. That's how much he was spending Jesus Christ! where he had to at minimum bring in that income in order to keep himself from going bankrupt, which is insane.
1: I mean, it would have been fun. I mean, life he
0: was living. I mean, I guess, but that it's just like once you get to a point like, where you can't everything. earn at least 30 million, you're just like, uh. because it's one of those things where it's like once you get that rich and you start buying all that stuff, you get used to it. And so then going back from that yeah, would yeah. suck. But, I mean,
1: you don't need – anyway. He doesn't –
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just an ego thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um. So he lost – uh, we all know that Cage was a fan of his weird properties. He lost most of those to foreclosure, including, as we mentioned in a previous episode, the LaLaurie Mansion, the supposedly haunted LaLaurie Mansion in New Orleans. Um, Cage's um, famous – at one point, famous Bel Air mansion uh, went at an auction <laughs> For I didn't even I mean are rich people auction like is like, you can buy a house you can buy a mansion at an auction I didn't even know.
1: Hell yeah, yeah.
0: You can buy That's anything, okay, I guess, yeah. huh? Okay, um, ugh, I'm so poor. Um, at an auction, uh, for twenty four point six million dollars less than the initial asking it bought,
1: price. It was bought by uh, Philip Banks of um, <laughs> Fresh Prince fame and. <laughs> <laughs> how funny would that be and then then (laughs) Then the fresh friends and then will moved moved with his auntie and uncle and and bella yeah yeah of course and then
0: and then the show starts that was a great joke Alice. thank you for that (laughs) um (laughs) um so yeah so he ended up selling the it went at auction the mansion went at auction for like an embarrassing like over 20 million dollars less than what the initial asking price was which would be a harsh hit (laughs) your ego um but many people think that it was because of the decor of the mansion did it look insane well uh one real estate agent described the house's decor as quote frat house
1: bordello Ugh. yeah sounds disgusting yep i imagine there's lots of like snake skin everywhere yeah and like dried Um, satin sheets
0: okay (laughs) (laughs) that's the name of the house you know how people name their houses (laughs) <laughs> That's the name of the house. That's
1: disgusting.
0: Okay. Um. So Cage also at one point owned uh an island in the Bahamas. So you know who knows if he had never gone through this financial trouble, maybe Firefest could have been held on <laughs> Cage's private island. Um, that would have been fun. Uh. So eventually, yeah. So Cage actually did end up suing his former business manager, who was actually uh, who was named uh Samuel Levin, I think. Um, He sued him over his, quote, financial ruin. (laughs) Um, I shouldn't laugh. Sorry, Cage. Um, But he claimed that uh, Levin lined his own pockets with millions of dollars in business management fees.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not that he stole money from
0: him, but that he charged
1: too many fees.
0: I'm sure he did. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, you know.
1: um, Just go get a cheaper business.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, but. Levin responded to this, the business manager. He said that he said that Cage was already quote deeply in debt when he was hired in 2001, and urged Cage to stop buying real estate. So he urged him left and right to stop buying stuff, and Cage just did not listen. Levin said he war- Levin said he warned Cage against buying four yachts, a Gulfstream jet,
1: many Rolls Royces. Uh, and you, why does anyone need all that shit? That's why I don't understand that, that the rich mentality of stuff like that because it's I like, no, you just need, but it's like, I, I guess you're filling in a hole, right? I do, I like... do get it because it's like, I get that I will want an unlimited amount of Furbies, but I have such <laughs> a distaste for just like cars and like boats and no, shit. I, I mean, it's it's like, like, I can't, it's
0: like, I, I guess if you're a normal person, some humans, I guess, are like that where it's like, I've reached all of my career uh, goals, I've reached. You know, all the other goals I've set myself, blah, blah blah blah. It's just like what the what else am I gonna do? It's like
1: give money to charity. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. But I help people.
0: Well, he is a humanitarian. We said he is in no
1: in... no. No, no, no. This was, was it, back was he when, was? when he was
0: still in having his money troubles. I mean cool. bef- or before. Well, even if he's right and he was been um deeply in debt from two thousand one, then it would be right in the middle of all of that. So he's still giving money away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's not let's not badmouth the cage. We love the cage here. Awesome. Uh, da, 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 da. So yeah, he had all that stuff, a lot of houses, he had many, 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 many houses, and millions of dollars in jewelry and art and just general weird stuff. Which I think for you, it would just all be weird stuff.
1: It would be a lot of art, and it would be a lot oh, of, of like like Furby's ugh. furby collection like hundreds probably a room dedicated ugh, to Furby's. i hope seriously like...
0: i wish you the best but i hope you never get rich
1: <laughs> i hope i do because it will be amazing i am I w- not coming to your i home. would decorate the ha- like i would create my own house where like the walls would be have like eyeballs and ugh. like made of skin or something ugh. and like i'd have a big gorilla statue outside ugh. of the house welcoming everyone in
0: no one is going to want to live
1: next to you no one wants to live next to me now (laughs) 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 my house already looks ridiculous too true someone I ordered Deliveroo the other day Mm -hmm. and the guy at the door said I like your door it should win an award (laughs) I was like, "What does that mean?" Like, and he sees a lot of doors in his true, career, true. and he was like, "My door wins the award." Oh,
0: I think that delivery driver would really appreciate that you called his that you said he had a career. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: he's you know he's seen a
0: lot of he's, front doors. He's doing it, man. That is true. That the I mean, if anyone's seen a lot of doors, it's a delivery driver.
1: Yeah, and mine wins an award. He wins
0: an award, so. right? Well, everyone, check out Alice's uh, door. Her address is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
1: Um, I do have a creepy door knocker though. That's like a cat like a black cat. Well, that's okay. So that's probably what, and apparently like children, like we're like the haunted house. Ooh, like nice. you hear children. Like, that walk is the by. goal. Come on. You hear children walk by and they're like, what's the cat house? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. yeah. Let's run. Yeah.
0: The lady might see us. And uh, I that, did that's have a gi- my goal for me as an old woman.
1: I did have a giant gnome outside uh, the house yeah, but someone, and stole it. someone stole it. Yeah. Very uncool. Well, first someone moved it yeah. to the next road over and I yeah. found it yeah. and then it was gone. later.
0: So uncool. If you have, if you're out there and you have it,
1: well, I heard this like a mafia thing that there's like a little. What
0: are you talking about? There's like about? a little organized
1: crime thing going on where people drive Do you around. Do not call it a
0: ma- mafia thing people, if they are stealing. Ben notes... Benminster
1: Mafia, people drive. Don't call
0: it Benminster <laughs> Mafia. <laughs> people, oh my God!
1: People drive around. Looking, you're
0: talking about teenagers. No,
1: it's like it's like a group of dudes. Oh, that, it's grown men. Yeah, it's grown men, uh-huh. and they have a business. scheme. This sounds like you're crazy where, conspiracy. No, you okay. have a business scheme where you drive a around. A business scheme. You buy, drive around and you steal garden things. Because they're always out in the open in people's no. front gardens, so okay. you go and then you sell what, them. What are on. you a
0: beat reporter? And it's you're a like, thing. I got, I got a
1: hot story. I got a hot story of the ma- the Bedminster Mafia. Everything I've ever put out in my front they stole garden. a garden gnome on Thursday. I'm telling you, this is a story. They stole my garden gnome. They stole my succulent plant. Oh, They've this is stolen. just a theory
0: you've come up with. No, because no, someone no. In your is, neighborhood is no, stealing your people garden things. have told me that
1: this is a thing. There's mm-hmm. articles about it. It's a thing that mm-hmm. happens. They steal garden things and they sell them on. Two. Cheap be determined okay well if you've got a <laughs> gnome out there if you're in the bed you listening Mafia, give it back mm,
0: yeah yeah <laughs> who knows if your theory is right alice it could have been sold to someone i don't know way across the other side of the world yeah. like how you know people steal cars in america and then sell them in africa
1: yeah it could be someone in happening. africa with your garden gnome. yeah
0: well hopefully they appreciate
1: i hope it. he's doing okay out okay there.
0: um oh
1: god why
0: did you get hit with a frosting? What is a frosting? Anyway, uh, oh, oh, I uh, just wanted to talk a little bit about Cage, but Cage's properties. So, my favorite of his properties were the castles that he owned. Yes, he owned actual castles. Two castles, in fact. Because <laughs> you can't have just have just one. I imagine that's
1: where he, like, pretended to be a vampire oh. to, like, prepare for his yeah. role. Like, he was just, like, in a castle, yeah. just, like, being a vampire yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, apparently he's kind of, he was kind of obsessed with owning a castle, which is kind of funny because there's that very, our very first episode, we talked about the internet rumor that Cage is actually a, a tra- time-traveling vampire. And if anyone would be obsessed with castles, it'd be a time-traveling vampire. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But, um, so he owned two castles, including an 18th century English castle for, uh, which he bought for around, uh, or, oh, well, actually I didn't write this down. I don't know if he bought or sold it, but uh around 5 million dollars um and a german castle which he spent i think he spent he bought it for about 4 million dollars but in this castle he literally literally bought a castle and spent one night in total in this place
1: and then like why had sell it why would anyone do this I Such, don't, it's I, so irresponsible i don't i, I don't
0: it. understand um so there's <laughs> there i saw reports that cage actually spent now i'm just talking about talking about like random crazy stuff he spent money on so there's a there was a report i saw that he spent um like around 150 grand on an octopus which we talked about uh a crocodile and a shark where it was just like a it was like a <laughs> a three a three deal Were or they something like friends. that did they all like live in know. the same enclosure i have no idea i don't know what kind of a shark what kind you know like
1: what's in the bag a shark or
0: something
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said when he, bought... Zing! <laughs> when he
0: bought alice in with the cage zingers now i'm gonna find that quote and put it in oh that's great yeah maybe he did that's you know how that like
1: scene was based on real life
0: yeah 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 <laughs> What if all of his stupid lines are just based <laughs> off of, like, actual things that have happened to him? Um, uh, and one of the weirdest things that a lot of people know about that a lot of articles I saw mentioned was uh, the fact that Cage outbid Leonardo, none other than Leonardo DiCaprio, who I guess likes buying weird things, too. And maybe all rich people like buying weird things. Like my, like my love rich person, Rupert Grant, who owns many eccentric things, including an ice cream van.
1: Mm. you have have the worst taste Rupert Grint and Leo DiCaprio
0: okay Leo DiCaprio like I loved him when I was six so it's like a nostalgic thing but
1: Rupert Grint Rupert Grint isn't
0: Rupert Grint is (laughs)
1: cute so if you if he didn't exist in Harry Potter right and you saw him now yes you would be like yeah yeah bullshit no he's just a gross like English nerd you saw him in Asda are you kidding me
0: I'm married to a gross English nerd
1: (laughs) (laughs) true it is your type.
0: it's my type <laughs> we can say whatever we want thomas does not listen to us <laughs> trust me um he doesn't he doesn't want to listen to me after listening to me all day put me in his yeah, ears that would be
1: a nightmare like, could
0: you imagine though how if i would be like why are you so obsessed with me why are you listening like to my that, show
1: i'm like that right now because she's gonna be listening to this right now my housemate leah <laughs> for some reason is religiously listening to this podcast Hi, leah. and i keep telling her it's, it's weird. Stop. Like you talk like, why you are just... you so obsessed with I'm her? Just like you could just have a conversation with me. Like in, she
0: could talk to you about Nicolas Cage.
1: Well, she, w- I, uh, she wanted to watch face off the other day. Oh, yeah. So I watched it with her and she was just like, I get now what you were talking about. Like, <laughs> and then no, she, she did point out a bit that like, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. It was really stupid uh-huh.
0: that like, we always miss parts. the whole, we're not very good at this.
1: You know, there's an entire plot point oh. in the, in face off. Yeah. Of how they have different blood types, and that's how you can differentiate oh, who's yeah. who. And it's like that's
0: how the wife figures out that it's not him. Yeah, because she's a
1: doctor. But then that's like, so then how the fuck did you transplant each other's like faces and shit? If you've got different blood types, like, <laughs> yeah, no, sure, it would just
0: rot off of your face. But I, I don't know. <laughs> science does not enter into that movie. There is no, there's no science in that movie.
1: Anyway, it's
0: pure fiction, Yeah.
1: Turn the podcast off. Stop now. listening to Alice Turn talk. It Turn it off and make even me a my cup own... of tea right now, because <laughs> I'm in my room, probably in bed with my cat.
0: God, you're in a tight, tight ship in your uh, in your house. Um,
1: I'm joking. We'll oh, invite her no, on day. Oh, okay. Oh, no, we won't. No, we, we won't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Hi, Leah. I'm glad you listened. And I'm sorry that you have to live with Alice. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, so he outbid. Before before you started ragging on me about the loves of my life, Rupert Grant is cute. He will always be cute. Please, please, please come find me.
1: <laughs> he looks like um, like a Don Bluth drawing of a mouse. <gasps> oh my god. He looks like the, he looks like the weird little mouse Ooh, he's cute. In, in Rockadoodle. He looks like he belongs in the movie Rocket Oh, no. Come or like on. Secret Come on. of Nim or something.
0: Secret of a Nim? <laughs>
1: that's what he looks like.
0: Come on. No, he doesn't. Uh, he's a good looking man. Successful man.
1: He was very good in Thunderpants. Though. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> that's, that's rude to bring that up. That was a rough time in his life. And he actually was pretty good in that movie. <laughs>
1: it was a good movie
0: He was a pretty good in that movie okay let me get to this last thing gosh um so yeah he uh Nicolas Cage once famously outbid Leonardo DiCaprio which apparently now I know that at auction anything can literally go it was um and he spent Cage spent 270 grand on what ended up being a stolen dinosaur skull that he eventually just had to give right back because it was stolen
1: and he didn't get his money back or anything.
0: I'm assuming not, but maybe he did. Brutal. Um, oh, and this leads me, of course, to my theory that I've been talking about. I'm glad I didn't forget and just kept benching that. Um. So I think we can relate his money woes to the, the 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 curve of his movies. So like some of his worst movies were all of the videos on demand movies that he was just churning out super, super quick to yeah, make to money. Make
1: paycheck. Yeah. And now
0: he's starting to make
1: Better yeah, and now he's choices, yeah, so.
0: and so I think he's in a better financial place because we're getting so better we movies. Can
1: expect better, even I think so. Things from
0: I hope him. so. Yeah. Remember, I said that and almost. I, oh, now I can't remember exactly what I said, but he says, "I think he said three years, five years. He he wanted to retire.
1: He's gonna go out with a bang. It's gonna be the oldest movie. That's yes, the last one. That would story. be
0: the last, and then he dies. Like yeah, he dies." Like he dies, Make like he he gets his Oscar, but he had like he had so much bacon to like prepare for the role of Elvis that he's just like thank you, Ooh, and then he just dies. Yeah, that'd be sick. And then it,
1: what's what's that Elvis song? That's uh, what's that Elvis song? There's, there's this, many. There's this one video of Elvis where he's like it's his final performance before he dies, uh... and it's like where he's like really fat and it's, just like yeah, sweating. He's sweating it's he looks like he's about to disgusting explode have a heart attack at any attack second, second. Yeah. yeah and it's just like emotional and that's what cage is gonna how did it el-
0: oh that'll be the end of the movie yeah and then it just like it's just like in the background you just and see he's a toilet
1: listening to the to the music while he's on the toilet and then yeah. he dies.
0: if that if he had died in this like age he'd be like watching the video on his phone and being like yeah. oh man i was so good and then he just dies. Did he have a heart attack? Like, how did he actually die? Do we know?
1: Shot his intestines out. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not true. Wait, I want to look it up. I want to know. He must he have ate. had a heart attack, right?
1: He ate. Thomas
0: drink. Thomas said the same thing about Baxter the dog that he thought well, it was from shot- Anchorman too. No. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he shot his brain. <laughs>
0: Don't talk about the dog it like is that. Anchorman thing as a reference. It must be. I just didn't think an herbal tea drinker would like Anchorman. Sorry to any herbal tea drinkers out there, but just
1: kind of boring. No one's gonna know the reference to the dog thing anyway, because that's yeah. a conversation. Well, I don't we had want before.
0: people. People I know I work with listen to this. So we... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to tell any of them because I don't. We oh. anyway, Elvis dying. Oh, what did we say this episode? I need to give them how death
1: Elvis, and then it ends yeah we gotta we gotta think of a a shtick heat i don't know ignore me i'm going insane <laughs> oh. Uh, oh is that
0: is that the end of the elvis movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll write the screenplay and we'll come back
0: we'll write it we'll write a loose screenplay i'm saying i'm serious should we should we should we just jet off to LA really quick like now and meet with some Hollywood producer and just say like... anyone Look.
1: knows anyone, we can submit. Yeah, I'm like sure.
0: That. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, the people that listen to this definitely are connected with the Hollywood elite. If you could just put us in touch, that'd be great. Because we've got a great idea. Like, seriously, if Cage gains like, what, 20 pounds?
1: I mean, he already did it in like Mandy. It was like kind of... Yeah, jubby, jubby. but I mean like he needs to have jubbier. like a real gut. Yeah, it needs to be like... Give him a... He'll be there. And he
0: looks... And he would look just... Oh, okay. Anyway. We need to get... I mean, it, it needs to happen. It needs to happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, anyway. We're done talking about all of that. Um, what do I need to uh, Make sure you follow us on Instagram at cagecagepod. That's at cagecagepod. Uh, make sure you tell all your friends. Make sure you subscribe. Um, and that's pretty much it so until we come up with whatever random shiz we're gonna come up for next week until then release the
1: bees
0: (laughs) and that's who I am the weatherman Oh, I gotta cut around your burps. <laughs> Jesus, that's what half of this job is—is is cutting around your gross sounds. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.